What's going on, gang? How are we doing today? Man, we have got a special episode of Inside the Coach's Brain podcast today with a special guest uh, joining us on the microphone today. We'll get to that in a second. Um, hope you listened to our last episode of our CrossFit Games recap. Uh, we broke down some good stuff. If you haven't, maybe press pause, go back, check that out, listen to it, share it with your friends, like, comment, share, all those good things, get back to us, and go from there. Um, getting into today's you know, topic, not without too much uh, prelude from last week's and this thing and whatever. Uh, I don't even know if it'll be if these will be in order chronologically. <laughs> Who knows? Um, this week, we got Christina on the podcast. Christina, Yo, say what's up. What's up? First first time on the podcast, huh? First time on the podcast. I, feel like, I like the intro music. Are you f- cue us in, right? The intro, the intro cue in there that, that we don't actually play. That we don't actually play. The audience, that never heard. The audience doesn't actually hear. Yeah, it's it's good times. Um, we have to, so we know where to start, start, the, start the, the podcast at. It makes sense. Yeah. Very cool. Um. So, are we nervous? Nah, not really. We'll see. Christina was so prepared for this podcast. So prepared. She's like, hey, we're doing this now. Let's go. Yeah, right. What, what are we talking about? Don't you worry. <laughs> Christina, come to my office. Here's some headphones. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Don't you worry. We'll, we'll, I said, uh, Chris, Christina, you'll know the answers to all these questions. And it's, I was like, that seems like a That's big too, ask. <laughs> she's like, that seems like a lie. <laughs> and I was like, Christina what's two plus two? And she's like, I hate you. I'm panic, leaving. panic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hate you. I'm leaving. This is awful. It's the worst. Um, so in theory today on this episode, we want to take a, take a few minutes and we're going to dive into Christina and get you guys a little background information on her, uh, get to know her a little better, those sort of things. And then we'll kind of, we'll go from there. Sound yeah. reasonable? Sounds good to me. Awesome. Um, starting off nice softball question. Okay. We're going to, we're going to, where are you from? Where am I from? Oh, yeah. good question. Okay. So I was born in Washington, DC, um, but I grew up mostly around Florida. So I'm truly a Floridian. All my family's in DC, but I left when I was four. So, you know, I went to high school in Gainesville, Florida, college in Daytona Beach, Florida, and then ended up somehow in Jacksonville, Florida. Gotcha. So, mm-hmm. There so- was a lot of other places along that, but you know. So many. <laughs> so everybody else went to DC and you were like, screw that. Yeah. And where, uh, all my family's like, where, come back. <laughs> where in Gainesville did you go to high school? I went to Gainesville High School. GHS? GHS. How hurricanes. Did I, how did I not know that? How did you not know that? I have no idea. It's the first time. Do you even know me? You're my first, boss. You don't first, even know me. First time I've actually first time <laughs> I've actually heard you went to high school in Gainesville. Yeah. I had no idea. Go GHS. Yeah. I actually mm-hmm. know. I know exactly where that is. <laughs> Sadly. I mean, I knew the. I knew the acronym for it off the top of my head. Yeah, exactly. You knew it was GHS. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, that's that's crazy time. So what got you from Gainesville to Daytona? Um, so college? yes, college. Um, graduated from GHS. I originally went to University of South Florida in Tampa my freshman year. Um, but wasn't wasn't really like super happy there and wanted to just go to a kind of a smaller school. So I ended up in Daytona at Bethune Cookman because my grandpa was the golf coach there for many, many years before he passed. So I kind of grown up around that college. I kind of knew already half of the athletic department just from running around as a kid there. And so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to make this switch. And 
ended up at Bethune Cookman, so much happier. Found my major was communications and had a pretty good time there. So enjoyed okay. that. So majored in communications. Yeah. So like podcasts. Yeah, right. Podcasting. <laughs> Podcasting 101. <laughs> so what did you learn there? I had a podcast. <laughs> so true story. Every time Christina hears the podcast come out, she judges us hard. She's like, oh, you guys are you guys are awful. <laughs> I feel like there's no plan here. You guys are just throwing it against the wall, seeing if it sticks. Like, what is happening? It just walks by the office, me and Ken are It's just eyes rolling. She's like, it's the most unprofessional shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Well, no. She's like, well, yeah. And she's like, no, I've been in like radio studios and they're much worse. Oh, dude. Yeah. I've been in radio studios. I used to work in radio. Um, that was my first job out of college. And uh, yeah, it, radio's crazy. It's wild. There's, there's so much that happens and there's so much that you're like, this must be a well-oiled machine. And you're kind of like, oh, maybe, maybe not. Not quite a well-oiled machine. <laughs> a lot of people doing multiple things. I've been in so many commercials just because they were like, Hey, we had this, we had this commercial needs to be read by somebody. You, you seem like you can talk <laughs> like, okay, cool. You can, so <laughs> you, you, you do words. Okay. You do words. All right. <laughs> say that and say it happy. Yeah. Right. Say that and say it angry. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how it went. <laughs> like, yeah. Doing, you know, commercials for, you know, the pooper scooper. Mm-hmm, exactly. You get your pooper scooper today. It poops up scoop better than any scoop of poopers ever pooped. Talked about everything. Talked about windows. Talked about food. Talked about yeah. rugs. If talked about all of it. If it's on the, if it's on the card, <laughs> I'll read it. Yep. <laughs> Ron Burgundy that. Um, so in radio, like how often we're, because radio goes like 24-7. Yes, it does. Right. So there's night shift people. There's day shift people. Yes. There's... How ragtag is a radio station like during the day? Because these are people that aren't in front of a camera, right? Ever? Oh, dude, on the on the the fun side. Because there's at my station at least there was there's two sides. You know, there's the sales side, right? And then there's the fun. You know, yeah. on actual radio Con- side, concept. the on air side, yeah. right? And I worked on the sales side, but um, I have friends on the fun side, <laughs> and so. They're chilling. They are in sweatpants and they look big chilling and you wouldn't think that they work in radio. Are you at work but they or come are you in. on your couch? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I've hung out with the night shift people. I've been at the radio station at 1 a.m. before just doing nothing. They, they are on their couch. They sure enough are there just making sure that things play and that there's no dead air. When there's dead air, whenever I am listening to the radio and I hear dead air and just nothing, I'm like, oh, someone's getting in trouble right now because that's the worst. How hard is it to play a song? <laughs> yeah, because it, it surprisingly it happens. So um, there's someone there just trying to stay awake. It's and like, It's like you got, eight, you got eight songs. Just keep playing them. Just play. Just play. And yeah. make sure that the ads run. Make sure the ads run. You're good. Yeah. More. Play these eight songs, but make sure the ads run. Mm-hmm. When in exactly. doubt, make sure the ads run. Make sure the ads run. That's more important. <laughs> so all we really care about is making these ads run. Absolutely. And then occasionally we can, you know, mm-hmm. play some music. Yeah, it's just all on this computer screen and you're just like clicking and dragging things into it. Because most of like songs are already set up and um, one of the stations was news um W-O-K-B. Um, so the shows would play during that time, right. but you just have to drag the ads in at the right time. And so could you, just... you go ahead and pre pre put the ads in? Yeah. For like, the most part, like how far out could like, how like, 
could you plan like when it's music playing on a music show could you plan it out for like eight hours just hit play and it just goes yeah but you have to still be there to make sure nothing goes wrong goes wrong i feel like that shouldn't go wrong it shouldn't but, but you know things happen always technology all, always <laughs> goes wrong so how did you end up doing radio uh so with my major being communications it was in college we would have different people come talk to us and give seminars and that kind of thing so one of the sales sales people from cox media that's where i used to work he would come all the time so i developed a good relationship with them because i was going to all of his seminars and whatnot and so then senior year comes around i'm like hey I need a J-O-B when I get out this. So um, came up to Jacksonville a couple of times, visited the radio station. And I said, this seems pretty cool because radio classes were my favorite over TV and print. Okay. Um, I just liked radio more. Okay. I had a good relationship with my radio instructor too. So I was like, I'm ready. Give me a job. And he's like, do you want a sales job? And I'm like, oh, I guess so. You know, <laughs> I know nothing about this side, but okay. Then I ended up as a digital sales specialist. So I was the person that would put together the digital online advertising plan for the account executive to then go sell, but I would help them go sell it as the digital expert along with them. Gotcha. So, so, going, so going that way to radio station showing up, was there ever any interest, still any interest in being in front of the microphone versus more on the business side? Um, there was. I just kind of dabbled around with it more so than anything. Okay. Yeah. I never made that big switch. Mm. I liked my You weren't job. like, I need to let my personality fly here and let's let's see what, see what happens? Yeah. I mean, I was like, I'm good. I like I mean, being on this side. Yeah, I mean, putting the headphones on is awkward. Yeah. Yeah. It, it takes so many people. I think so many people hate the sound of their own voice. They do. They hate it, yeah. but I'm it, kind of. It's interesting. You get yeah. you get used to it. You get yeah, used you get to like used to it. I'm so like, used to it now. <laughs> okay, my favorite is like when I play these things back and I'm listening to them. I'm like trying to like put them together, and I'm like, I don't even remember we said that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're like asking questions. I'm like, oh yeah, that was brought up. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. That was so funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I need to think about what I'm saying more often. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so Grandpa coached golf at Bethune Cookman. Yes, he did. How many years did he coach golf? How many years did he coach golf in yeah. general? My whole life. Your whole life. Uh, so, <laughs> so why didn't you get into golf and play golf in college? Uh, so I actually did for a little bit. Okay, we did. All right. I, I started out over there, but okay, this is the thing about me and playing competitive golf. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I turn to a different person when I'm playing golf competitively, and um, I I was just. I needed to just play for fun. I, I couldn't do it competitively anymore. Okay. I mean, were we breaking clubs? Were we cussing? Were we just, you know. All of the above. <laughs> all of the above. I, in a high school tournament, I almost got disqualified because I got so angry that I missed one of those, like, you know, three foot putts, mm -hmm. whatever. And I threw my putter and I almost got disqualified. But did you hit anybody with the putter? No, I hit nobody with the putter. I made sure that that putter was not aimed at a person, you know? The, tr the trick is in tournament play, when you throw your putter because you missed a putt, you have to throw it in the general vicinity of your bag. Yeah. That yeah. way, you're not throwing it. You're just... You're, you were just long placing it towards your bag quickly. Yeah, exactly. It was just, I was just chugging it to, to my bag. I, just didn't, want it my, I didn't want it in my hands anymore. Get off my back. 
<laughs> exactly. You're three, you're three foot putt. <laughs> right, I hate you. <laughs> right. Those are like the worst that you miss. They're, they're actually the worst to miss. Um, but I just decided. Jeez. No, uh, no. Two foot putts are much worse <laughs> than this. <laughs> yeah. Facts. <laughs> yeah, three, three footers. Uh, that's not that bad. You miss a couple two footers. You're, I quit. I quit. I, I, quit. I hate you all. If anybody talks to me in the next 30 minutes, I'm going to murder you all. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so now I'm just, you know, I'm a casual golfer. I love to play with my dad. I like to go play with friends. I love going to top golf. Uh, Ask anybody. I love uh, going to top golf. It's just fun. So <laughs> I feel like top golf, if you have like half a golf skill at all, it's like so easy. Especially Absolutely. If you're sitting up on like the third deck at top golf. It's like, you can't miss these targets. They're so big. They're so big. They're so, it's like trying to hit it into like the lake at the golf course. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not hard to miss it's right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a 30 yard shot. Just, <laughs> just knocking into nothing. Easy mm-hmm. day. Makes sense. You go out there and it's like people like, you know, you end up playing with a bunch of people that like never golfed anywhere and they're hacking it. Oh, yeah. And you start hitting and you hit like six in a row, like right on the thing. And they're like, oh my God, how are you doing how that? How are I'm you like, doing this? I'm like, it is literally the easiest thing I've ever done. I'm also like, I've had a golf club in my hand since I was two. So <laughs> like, I'm so bored. I'm like, I'm so bored right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try know. and just do other stuff with you. Hit left-handed to see if how hard this would be, you know. Yeah, I'll just, like, give myself a random goal. Like, let's see how far I can hit this pitching wedge. Like, let's go, you know. So, it's fun. Good times. Very cool. Um, so, then, we, when you were playing golf in high school, mm-hmm. some in college, and then college, you know, got into radio. I can't mm-hmm. imagine being in the communications radio industry that fitness is a huge... Uh, a huge thing. <laughs> so actually, just because so I played sports in high school still besides golf. I played golf. I also played lacrosse. Um, I was in JROTC. And so I was athletic, if you will. And in college, what happens when high school athletes get to college and they're not playing a sport? They're like, what, what do I do? So I joined a gym that ended up being a bodybuilder gym. Okay. Yeah. So I got a personal trainer. That's the first time I ever had a personal trainer in my life. And he was a bodybuilder and wanted me, well, ex-bodybuilder, I guess he was like older. And he said he wanted me to compete so bad. And I was like, nah, dude, I'm in college. Like I like pizza and drinking too much. <laughs> you know? Ab- abs are cool, but yeah. I like ice cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't have the discipline for that. But so I, it was fun though. Like I learned a lot about bodybuilding. I sat in when he would do the posing lessons with people. And I was like, this is weird. And this is fun though. Let's go stand in front of this mirror in underwear. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was, I was, I would watch like the guys do it, you know? Yeah. So I would be like, just sitting in the corner, like, Oh, this is great for me. You know? <laughs> I'm enjoying this. <laughs> he was also always trying to set me up with a bodybuilder. So, but, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, but they're not fun. No, they're not fun at all. <laughs> not fun at all. They, they do the same thing every day and yeah. they're all about their fitness and, eating super clean and again i'm in college i want to eat pizza and yeah, they're like no it's not the time of my life when i want to eat clean I'll figure it out later exactly i could have been so ahead of the game and i ate clean in college i know right <laughs> be so fit by now if you're listening to this and you're in college you can get a leg up on the rest of your life if you start eating better now oh yeah absolutely <laughs> you're putting yourself four years behind and that mm-hmm. four years ends up being like 15 yeah so just exactly just words words of wisdom there words of wisdom or, just, know, just take start a, in college take them for what you would like <laughs> clean it up a little bit in college just do a lot for you down the road mm-hmm. but yeah right. so i was still working out okay so we we're working out in a standard gym yeah trainer the doing trainer. some things okay and then was that during radio time once you got into radio you're out of college 
and it's like, okay, I'm an adult now. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's a whole other pod, podcast. When do you become an adult, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so you're an adult now, ish, and you're working at a radio station with children. <laughs> I'm assuming, <laughs> and doing these things. How was how was fitness in your life then? Was it a thing? Was it then? It was not really a thing. Yeah. That's when it became not a thing, and I was just regular gym doing things you know, whatever two to two to six times a year yeah exactly yeah. you know i had to train for a little bit because i was like oh i had so much success with a personal trainer before so i had one he was cool kind of got me on the right track i things. have a trainer i'll go to the gym yeah and then that stopped and then i stopped going to <laughs> and then, then i went like twice more and then i didn't go for you know then i would go years. to one that had a sauna and i would go i could do just, like I could just sweat out the bad two sets of one thing and then just go sit in the sauna <laughs> and have protein shake. It was a good day. Have protein shake. And I was so healthy. It's a good day at the gym. I, I, I must've texted like 12 people too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Caught up. I got, I got to the bottom of Instagram when it said there's nothing left in your feet. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, my workout's time over. Time to go home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sounds like standard, sounds like standard, uh, standard fitness, standard fitness for there. Awesome. Um, okay. So going from that to, doing all that stuff and doing different things. When did, when did you find, or what made you start looking into this thing called CrossFit? This thing called CrossFit. So, uh, I was introduced to CrossFit by some friends I have in Orlando who I knew through my old job. And he told me, he was like, you would like this CrossFit stuff. You're competitive, you're athletic. You like to do stuff like this. Yeah. He's like, you need to you need to go try out CrossFit Gym. And it was at a point in time, I was looking for something different, going through lots of changes, all the things. And so I said, why not? Why not give it a try? And that's when I just started looking into what CrossFit was. And I saw s- stuff online like most people do. And I'm like, what is this? So I don't, <laughs> so I don't know if you're familiar or listen to the podcast very often, but it's come up to my knowledge that some things you read on the internet may not be a hundred percent accurate. Really? I'm not sure. Mm. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, I, I tend to, to believe, I tend that. to believe everything I read on the internet cause it's, yeah, right. We need to check the internet to see if that statement's true. It's on the computer. Exactly. It's got to be real. It's gotta be real. <laughs> you, you can't just anybody put anything out there. It has to be checked and verified and exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's the internet. Exactly. So right? I think so, we should fact check this. Yeah. So it said on the internet and it was cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, went on the internet, was looking at CrossFit and I was like, this seems like insane, but it seems really cool. And my friends do it and they're really fit. So maybe I should do it. <laughs> um, and so uh, that's when I found this place actually. Awesome. Good I wonder, I wonder how many people, I'm going to change the around. I wonder how many people like CrossFit's like, they look it up online like, this looks insane. I want to do it. That was definitely me. <laughs> Does this workout look insane? You should try it. Right. Does everything in your brain say, I can't do that? Come on by. Let's right. show you what's up. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I was like, you guys have a 7 p.m. class bet because I get off work at 6. So <laughs> this, this works out great. <laughs> this works out I don't go perfect. to bed at 3 in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> Joke's on you. Get up at 4 o'clock now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, how the times have changed. Gotcha. All right. So when you got started doing CrossFit, to you, mm-hmm. what was like the most difficult challenge or difficult part or movement or whatever that as you got going that was like your first like big hurdle? Mm. For me... It was 
it was anything that involved a, the pull-up bar, anything on the rig. Okay. That was the big hurdle for me. Yeah, like the barbell movements, obviously it's like different, but I've held a barbell before, like I've moved weights before, that kind of thing. So the weights parts never really, that that part didn't really intimidate me as much. But anything on the on the rig, it was fear. It was, I'm not good at this. It was, I don't know how to do this. It is, I don't understand how the people next to me are doing this <laughs> so easily. <laughs> so that was the biggest hurdle physically and mentally to kind of, to kind of get over because it was just so new. Okay. And it was just all things I just had not done before. Okay. Would you say you're over that hurdle? Yeah. You know, I would say, you know, there's still things I can't do, which is fine, but it's, it's all a part of the process. And when you actually look back and you see how you've gotten better just by being here and being consistent and all that stuff that they tell you, you know, all the stuff that they say, you know, and you look back and say, wow, I can do any of this stuff when I first started. And now it's, it's almost, almost second nature. And there's still room to improve. There's still room to grow. It's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's probably said this before, but like, you know, consistency kind of, kind of works. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know. Just, just show Check up. Check the internet. We got to see. <laughs> just show, rule number one, just show up. Right. Um, I have a lot of rule number ones. The, uh, <laughs> depends on what you're listening to, which rule number one we're talking about. Um, Going into sticking with that a little bit, you know, transitioning and coaching and being involved in helping people on their journeys as well. What's been like one of the biggest things that like, what motivates you the most as a coach? Ooh, oh, yeah. that's a good deep, question. Deep question. We're getting deep on this one. Okay. <laughs> what motivates me as a coach? Um, I would say I honestly truly enjoy watching things click for people and also for me, when it comes to being a coach, especially in, in the fitness world, it's just about being able to live a very long, healthy life. You know, um, I've seen people in my family, just health issues after health issues after health issues. And I just knew that I never wanted to be that way. And if I can help other people also not be that way, that's a big motivating factor for me and just helping them to reach those small goals. Cause I know I, I totally get it. It's so intimidating when you first come into a gym and you're like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing over here. You know, <laughs> like it, it, it can be, but it's, it's so cool when you see someone have their first win, whenever it is, whatever it is, get their first pull up. When you watch someone get their first bar muscle up, when you watch someone do a snatch in a way that they never have been able to before, it's just, it's cool to be able to say like, Oh yeah, I was able to help you get to that level to help you achieve that goal, which it helps in the long scheme of health and fitness and living a long, healthy life. But the win too is also really cool in your head in the moment. Yeah. So definitely. I love that. And the wins definitely are the thing that keeps you motivated. Yeah. It keeps that, you know, keeps the carrot out in front for the race and like keeps you going and keeps you entertained. Right. right? And like for as an athlete, right? Those are the things that like keep you inspired. And you keep doing that. And as long as we keep getting, you know, wins happen, the more you do it. And then it's back to just showing up consistency. The more wins you have, the more easy, the easier it is to show up. The easier it is to show up, the more you do it, the more you do it, the better you feel about it, the more you do it, the more consistent you'll be and the longer you'll do it. And it becomes a part of, once it's ingrained and it's part of your life and it's like, Hey, I don't know how I could go without working out. Mm -hmm. Right. It, then it's okay. Bam. Yeah. Like we've won. 
Yeah, right. Exactly. Like that, as like as a coach for me, like that's that's what that is my ultimate goal for your long term health is getting you to a part where working out and fitness here, or there, wherever, right? Obviously, if I'm coaching you, it helps that I see you. Yeah. Right? But, <laughs> you know, wherever, whatever it is, but like getting you to that point where you have to in your minds, like I need to do this daily. Right. right. Five times a week, six times a week. I need to be eating better. I need to do, and these things start clicking. They become just your natural way of being. And that will stick with you for the rest of your life because you're used to it. That's when we've made, that's the goal. Yeah. Right. Like exactly. and it's, everything's easier from there. Right. It's like, okay, cool. I'm like you do stuff long enough. You're going to get the results, right? You're going to get the reps. You're going to get better at the movement. You're going to get all these things will click. There's ways to do it faster. Right. right. That's what your coach is for. Exactly. Right? They help you get there quicker. Mm-hmm. And, but there are ways, but it's going to happen eventually. It's just, but it's getting that, getting that inspiration in you to that's like, hey, and getting you over that kind of that ledge. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's cool to be able to be a part of someone's journey in that way. So it's motivating as a coach because you see the people that come every day and you're like, ah, you know, it's just a part of who you are at that point. It's now become a part of who I am. Full show. For sure. Full show. <laughs> awesome. Um, so we're going to transition off of CrossFit here for just a second. And we're going to go with just some fun uh, some fun questions. Let's go. It's lightning round, oh, if gosh. you will. Lightning round on <laughs> This Christina. is where the pressure comes in. <laughs> <laughs> so much pressure. These questions are so hard. I guarantee you. Um, Ready. Can you tell me what two plus... No. So <laughs> I told you that question was going to come up. The... These are easy. Cool. Actually, it's super hard. Top three, in no particular order, mm-hmm. movies of all time for you. Oh, gosh. Okay. Oh, this is hard. Okay. Okay. Coach Carter. Coach Carter. I love that movie. Okay. And I cry at the end every time. I don't think I've ever, I've ever seen Coach Carter. You have to see Coach Carter. If Sam, you're going to make me watch Super Troopers, then you can watch Coach Carter. <laughs> <laughs> littering in um okay definitely yeah definitely coach carter um uh okay that's so hard okay oh friday night lights another i love sports movies um okay friday night lights is so good and i trying to think it's like if, if i'm at home what movie am i selecting just out of instinct i actually really like the movie midsummer also, it's like a horror kind of ish movie, which I'm not into horror movies actually, like at all. But this one's not like scary, scary. It's more like mind trippy, culty, and crazy. It's weird. But okay. I really I enjoy that movie a lot. Okay. So Coach Carter, Midsummer, and Friday Night Lights. Yes. Is that the Tim McGraw one? Any that? Yeah, he's in that one. Yeah. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't love that movie. What? I don't I know. Love it. I, I don't know if I was paying attention. And I never watched like the show either. I didn't so, watch the show. And, nah. You know, but the but the movie, I didn't watch it, but it's, I don't know. The uh, Varsity Blues was much more entertaining. Hmm. True. Same same premise. <laughs> the uh, They're kind of all around the same time and same, all coming off the same book. Mm-hmm. The um, football, though, I mean, Rudy. Rudy. Rudy was good. Very good one. We were just watching, last night, we were watching the, uh, the documentary they did on Monte Teo. And I don't know if you remember him. He was the linebacker at Notre Dame and had his senior year was all a big thing. Cause his grandma died and his girlfriend died mm. and it was this big, huge, Hey, I'm playing. Oh. And it was like, he was like finalist for the Heisman. He was big, it was a big deal. Big story. Um, then come to find out like five minutes after the season ended that the girlfriend was completely made up. 
What? And he didn't make it up. He thought she was real. He was being catfished by some dude on the internet. <gasps> Stop. <Yeah. laughs> catfished basically by some dude on the internet for some chick that didn't exist. And like, I mean, they were like, I mean, it was crazy. Like, oh my gosh. I actually saw the preview for that, but I didn't know what it was about. So yeah. I'm totally going like, to watch it. I remember that. it all when it happened. And like, I don't know, like, you know, they're putting a 2022 lens on it all from mm-hmm. like 2009 or whenever it was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, well, I didn't know it at the time, but I was actually, you know, on my way to being trans and this was just mm-hmm. my alternate personality and this, oh and, you know, goodness. and you're going, going all this thing, like from the guy who put it all together and you're like, dude, you're just making excuses for how you. Yeah. Catfishing in any regard is not. Yeah. Nice. You knew what you, you knew what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have anything to do with how you felt at the time. And now this is kind of sounds like your excuse to being. Yeah. And I, I, we stopped watching. I knew the story. I was like, this is kind of funny. <laughs> I was like, I, I, you know, once you start staring at your phone for a while, you're like, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm like, I changed the channel. This is dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, cool. So, top three movies sport, sports, sports, and somebody died. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. At, at, at a lake. Sounds like at a lake. Uh, I think there was a lake. A lake. There was a, no. there was a body of water midsummer. Mm-mm-mm. Actually, no, there was no? no body of water. Okay. No big body of water. I've never seen that. Movie. Never it's really good. All right. Someone, someone, nobody in particular, okay, is visiting Jacksonville, okay, for a weekend, okay. a week, whatever. Three thing, three can't miss things they have to do. Three can't miss things, okay. Tour director, go. They have to go to Taco Lou, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> I think you guys keep that place in business. <laughs> sure enough, we do. <laughs> uh, they have to go to Taco Lou. Um, they should venture out to Riverside and go to this really cool place called Wild Crafters. It is a kava bar. Uh, so they make non-alcoholic drinks, uh, but they're made, they have kava in them. So you still get a little buzz. I know your, your eyes are rolling. It's fine. It's so fine. This is radio. They can't see my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting the audience know the eye rolls, but it's such a cool, it's, like, it's a really cool little like spot. Double eye roll. It's like in town, <laughs> no booze. <laughs> oh. If you want a good tour guide, you have to what mix is, it up. You can't just do one that? thing. Okay. So go to Wild Crafters, have a cup of drink and enjoy jazz night. It's really fun. And psh, I'm going to be basic and just say go to the beach because, like, why wouldn't you go to the beach in Jacksonville? And there's so many places around here to kind of walk around. Neptune Beach, you can walk that little area, whatever. Yeah, go so, to the beach. Go to the beach. I, I would tend to agree. Very cool. Uh, finally, finish up. What is your favorite place to travel to? My favorite place to travel to? Yeah. Oh, um, favorite place I've been is Costa Rica. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Where, where in Costa Rica? Oh, gosh. I don't remember. <laughs> Such a favorite place in Costa Rica. Can't even remember the name of it. Can't even remember the name of it. It was just, I just go where they tell me to go. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. <laughs> so I, they booked the plane ticket. So I went with my family. Okay. Um, and it was probably just like the most beautiful country I've ever been to. People were very, very, very kind. At least all the people that I ran into were very, very kind. And they're also very, very eco-conscious and very eco-friendly there. So it's pretty cool. You're like, oh, wow. You guys really are trying to take care of the planet. Look at that. Okay. So Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Absolutely. All right. Sounds good. Um, Awesome. Christina, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Yeah. No, no more awkward questions. Thanks for, you know, you, pulling you, me in here. You, you made it. With a five-minute heads up. <laughs> Listen. 
Wouldn't make any difference if it was a five hour heads up. Yeah, I wouldn't um, have. <laughs> no, we don't do things that that planned ahead. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, good talk. And thanks. Thank you.